Alright folks, I'm going to talk to you about something that's been on my mind a little bit today. And it is about when you raise your kids, uh, the idea that they're all equal. Because they're not. They're not all the same. So I've personally witnessed some households that believe that what applies to one kid should apply to the other. And what applies to, you know, if you do something for one, you got to do that for the other. If you get one kid a new football for Christmas, you got to get the other kid a new football for Christmas. God forbid they play with each other. You know, God forbid that they share the football. Okay, so, which is probably what's going to end up happening anyways, but, but you know, there's there's some, you know, maybe one kid asks for, you know, a new BB gun. And mom and dad say, well, we can't get Frankie a BB gun without getting Bobby a BB gun. And so Bobby really didn't ask for a BB gun. And Frankie went the extra mile and earned the privilege to have the BB gun, and Bobby didn't. So just because one gets it, or, or just because somebody's the oldest, if they've asked for something, doesn't mean... That, that they deserve because they're the oldest and just so so little 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 uh, experience that I had and I'm not I'm not cussing anybody whatever it's just how it is so when I was in the fifth grade I wanted a new saddle for Christmas and I you know a saddle's an expensive item I, I get it and my mom and dad at the time uh, I can say they didn't have a lot of money and I can say that they didn't do that well but you know in reality my dad even when he really struggled, he probably did fine, you know. That's one thing my dad was, was a good provider. He was, he was the guy that went got the money. So I wanted a new saddle. And my mom and dad basically told me, if you get a saddle for Christmas, that's going to be the only thing you get. I said, that's fine. They said, you're not going to get nothing else. I said, that's fine. They said, that's an expensive item. I said, that's fine. So... Christmas time rolls around, and of course my grandparents gave me something, and maybe an aunt, uncle, or something like that. But my parents didn't give me anything but that saddle. It was an expensive item, and I got it, and I was very happy, very proud of it. So the first thing I did was I called my mom's dad, who was my grandpa, and he was one of my, you know, he was my best friend, my idol, my hero. It was the last Christmas that he was alive, and I called him and I said, Grandpa, I want you to come see my brand spanking new saddle. So he, he was excited and proud, and he walked in the house that day, and I remember the first thing out of his mouth is he said, let's see this brand spanking new sound, just like I had said to him. And I was proud of it. And my mom told me that day, on Christmas Day, she said, now that's not just yours, you've got to share that with Dustin, with my brother. And it really kind of upset me, because I didn't say anything, but why did I sacrifice and get one thing and pay the price to get the good grades at school, to behave well, to do all that, and then get told I have to share it? Well, I was, why didn't I tell my mom and dad to buy my brother a new saddle for Christmas? Because then I could share it with him, right? And I could still get all the shit. So I actually really didn't share that saddle with Dustin very much. I, I had to a few times, but, but not very often. Um, and uh, so anyways but that's my case in point is just because one child 
gets it. Doesn't mean there's one child works harder for it. Doesn't mean the other child deserves it. It doesn't mean the other child should get it just because one gets it, you know? I mean, because they're all different. And so I've kind of tried to apply that with my kids. Now, one thing I've made sure of with my kids growing up is they all had their own saddles, their own horses to ride. They didn't have to share because I went through some of that and I didn't like it. And, and I, and, and not that I'm trying to spoil my kids either, but at the same time, I'm going to use my kids. I'm going to use those gifts to my advantage. Like when we, when I need help moving cows and stuff like that, when I need help working horses, uh, going to horse sales, whatnot. Yeah, they're going to have their own saddle ride, but a lot of it's going to be for work too. So that's kind of how we justify that. But like I say, just because and what works for one kid may not work for another. So, you know, you might be really, really hard on one kid for being the way he is. And, but, okay, let's say school, for example. You might have one kid that hates school. He can't sit still. He gets bad grades. Uh, he's great at recess and football and soccer and kickball and whatever else kids do. But as far as the grades go, he sucks. You know, he doesn't, he, he has ADHD, quote unquote, I don't believe in that. He's actually just a normal kid. And then you got another kid who really doesn't care for recess. He doesn't like sports. He's kind of quiet. He spends time reading books and just being quiet. He gets great grades in school and everybody loves him because he's really isn't rambunctious and all that well and you think well that's great why can't you be more like you know why can't billy be more like lazy ass fatty over here and what you don't understand is is down the road that adhd is going to be to his benefit because when those people that can't sit still that can't hold still that don't require a lot of sleep they're the ones that go get it. They're the ones that work hard. Those guys turn into truck drivers, plumbers, bricklayers, uh, welders, all sorts of, of things that work to keep this nation going. And that's the backbone of America. You know, you can you can have a fancy job in an office and make a lot of money. Somebody's got to build that office for you. You know, somebody's got to install that fire alarm and sprinkler system. Somebody's got to lay that pipe for the plumbing. Somebody's got to put up the bricks, put on the roof. Those are the real men. Those are those are the backbone. Those are the guys that couldn't sit still in school. The ones that maybe didn't have all the book smarts, or maybe they did, but they had the common sense. You know, he's the one that uh, Chubby's wife's going to think about. Chubby's yeah. So, you know, not all your kids are different. And not all your kids are the same. So, like I say, what works on one may not work on another. And just because, you know, you give something to one child doesn't mean you have to give it to the other. You know, like, for example, let's say uh, you have a kid that works really, really hard and um, maybe... Maybe you're a landscaper, and he works with you hard in your business. And you see, at the age of 16, that if you bought him a pickup, not only would it help, you know, he would get a truck to drive, yes, but it would help 
not only him get a vehicle, but get him to and from school and work and all that. But you could use it in your business. So he could pull this kid steer places and he could load up sod on a trailer places and plant some trees and, and do that for your landscaping business because he loves to work with his dad in the landscaping business after school and summer. Now you see child number two who's a few years younger and the time comes he turns 16 and he doesn't work with dad and he doesn't help dad out and he doesn't really want to be constructive with his life. And mom says, well, you need to buy Joey a new truck. Because you did that for Tommy. Well, yeah, but Tommy wanted to help me. Joey doesn't. It doesn't matter, as mom says. So, Joey doesn't have anything to earn. Tommy did. You see what I'm saying? So, when you do, when you don't treat your kids equal, they'll actually be better for it. If you treat them all the same, how are you supposed to know them and admire them? for their individual personalities and strengths and weaknesses. You can address them both. When you treat them all the same, how do they learn? And how do you learn? That's what, that's, that's just kind of what, like I say, I was, I was talking to somebody today and we were kind of talking about some different things and I said, you know, I've seen that. I've seen that, that, that they think what you do for one, you got to do for the other. They're growing something. It makes some kids feel entitled. It makes one feel like he had to work harder to pull the weight. One didn't work as hard because they're all going to get the same shit. And that's socialism. Socialism is the finest. That's satanic is what it is. Socialism, communism, is satanic. I was Satan's plan before we came to Earth. His plan was everybody comes to Earth... Everybody does the same thing. Everybody returns to heaven no matter what. But I get the glory. Jesus stepped forward and said, no, sir. He said that to God. He said, Jesus said, because Jesus and God are two separate beings. He is Jesus. Jesus is the Son of God. And Jesus said, I'll go to earth. I'll set the example. If they choose my way, then come back to you. If they don't, then go hang out with Hitler over here. Heavenly Father said, good idea. He said, when I'm done, the glory will be thine. Meaning God's, not Satan's. Not Jesus's, but God's. So, yeah, to think that all kids get the same no matter what? Uh-uh. That ain't right. And when it disappoints one child, when it breaks his heart, don't make him feel better. Let him break his heart. Let him cry. Let him be sad. And let the heartache rest in the bottom of his heart and in his gut where he hates it. And then he's going to learn to fix it. When Joey gets sick and tired of not having a truck and watching Tommy be able to go help Dad at work, he'll start pulling the weight. Let him be sad without a truck. Let him hate life without a truck. Let him go earn it. I don't have all the answers for being a parent, but what I can tell you is every time I've just given a child something because I didn't want to listen to him whine, it bit me in the ass. Every now and then I've had to step in the middle of my kids and say, you need to shut up because you're whining like a little bitch. I have four boys. I have, to, I have to tell them that. You can tell me, oh, Scott's an asshole and whatever else, but I tell them, if you don't like being called that, don't act like one. 
You act like an asshole, I'm going to treat you like an asshole. You act like a respectable citizen, I'm going to treat you like a respectable citizen. They know that, and they don't complain. Ever. I don't hear it. Because they know it won't get them anywhere. And that's what you got to do as a parent. you got to teach them that complaining won't get them nothing. Crying won't get them nothing. Is it okay to have your heart broken? Yeah, it is. It really is. Is it okay to not get what you want just because you asked for it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because one of these days you're going to go to the bank and you're going to make a good living and you're going to have a good wage and you're going to have a down payment and you're going to have good credit. But maybe the banker can foresee something coming up in the economy in the future that you can't and he has to turn you down. And maybe the bank doesn't have the capacity to loan you that money and they don't want to admit that. So they just turn you down. Sometimes banks get overextended too. And the only way they can fix that is by hammering on the customers. Because if they admit that they fucked up, they're going to get shut down. You don't want to raise those people that can't admit that they fucked up. So what you do is... You make sure, for a fact, that those kids know what it's like to say, I did not pull my weight. When you can look yourself in the mirror and say, self, you screwed up. The problem lies here with me. Then you're going to start getting somewhere. And your kids need to learn that from a very young age. So that's my advice to you. Uh, that's my advice to me. Treat your children like individuals. Treat them that individual efforts, individual, uh, I don't even know what you want to call it, just individual wants, desires, efforts, are going to reward them or punish them individually. Now, if one of my kids goes out there to gather the chicken eggs, and he gathers them all up, and he throws them against the side of the barn and smashes them. I don't go whip all my kids' asses. I go and whip the one that broke the eggs. The other three don't get a beating just because they were related to him. No. Now, if they all do it, they all get the beating. They all get the whipping. If you think I'm a bad guy because I whip my kids' asses, well, get in line. It stretches around the block. So, like I say, treat your kids like individuals. Treat them like they are humans, like they are spirits, like they are children of God, and, teach, and, and treat them like each one of them is different than the other, because they are. And you might not ever get the one to learn how to shine when you're always trying to treat them like the other, when you're always trying to make them all the same. They don't get to shine their own individual light which is what we're all sent here to do. I can't be like Michael Jordan. I can't be like Trevor Brazil. Because I'm me and God sent me here to be me. Hope that finds y'all in a good place because I want everybody out there to be in a good place. Me, I'm in a good place. In a nice little spot somewhere on the plains of Texas that loves wind because it's a windy day. I got to get back to work, folks. Have a good one.